Are you in an environment and something needs to change? Today, I'm continuing the conversation I began last week about your situation, your circumstances, your environment. And today, it's time to give you the tips and the solutions. I'm sharing three ways you can change your environment, and I'm sharing my own stories of how this has shifted so much in my own life. Whether you're ready to make a move or feel like you literally can't, this is the episode for you. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. And for the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. I've got some amazing resources available for you, like prayer cards, Bible journaling boot camp, a free powerful prayer guide, and so much more. So head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com and grab what you need. And while you're there, if you'd like to support this show and this mission, you can simply click the button that says, buy me a coffee. Your generosity in prayer, in reviews, in encouragement, and yes, in those cups of, well, tea in my case, means so much to me as I continue to pour out what God puts in me. So now, lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into this. All right, y'all. I'm continuing on from last week. That episode was all about checking your environment. If you haven't listened to it, you'll still be good right here today. But if you've got 40 minutes right now to listen, hit that one first. I covered in that episode how and why to check your environment, knowing there are some places, some relationships, some thoughts, some environments that you are either not created for or that, well, it's time for you to shift. So today, let's actually break this down, how to change your environment. Let's really get into it because it's so crucial. Like once you realize you're created for something different, for more, for the shift in your environment, well, how do you actually make the shift? How do you actually take the step? What if you can't get out of it? What if you need to be in that environment, at least for now? Well, there are still shifts you can make. And today I want to share with you how the Lord has walked me through this in my own life. So let's go. Number one, use your words. Life and death are in the power of the tongue, right? This is one of those scriptures most believers for sure know in the King James Version of the Bible. Well, let me give it to you in the New Living Translation, the one I choose to read daily. Proverbs 18 verse 21, it says this, The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. The fact that the Bible is super clear that our words hold power, like the power of life and death, well, then that's got to clarify for you just how powerful your words are. So when it comes to changing your environment, use your words. A couple episodes ago, I shared with you how big I've been lately on speaking out loud, praying out loud, praying for others out loud. And I'm challenging you right now, when it comes to changing your environment, have some conversations out loud. Use your words out loud. And you know what? The person you may need to use your words with first is yourself. Remember, an environment is the surrounding or condition in which a person, animal, or plant lives and operates. So where you live and operate, that's your environment. You probably can recognize and name many different environments in your current life. Your home environment, your work environment, your relationships, your church. So now we're talking about how to make the change. You've already done the checks, right? That's what I shared last week. And after checking your environment, you clearly know it's time to change. 
Well, in order to make that change, use your words. Once you know it's time to change your environment, you need to say it. Enough is enough. That's a phrase I've definitely told myself before. When I knew something had to change, the phrase I've often said to myself or out loud is enough is enough. Or even something as simple as something's got to change. In last week's episode, again, I made it really clear to you. And I want to reiterate it now as well that you can change your environment without changing your location. You can change your environment without changing your current situation. You may not be able to leave that job right now. You may not be able to get out of that class where the professor seems to pick on you. You may be living at home with your parents and it's just not feasible for you to leave that environment right now. So hear me loud and clear when I say this. You don't have to physically leave your environment to change your environment. Let me say that again. You don't have to physically leave your environment to change your environment. Use your words. You can speak life or you can speak death. Speak life, especially over yourself and to yourself. Speak life into your situation, into your future. Speak the truth. The truth is that God has a plan. The truth is that his plan is always in motion. The truth is that you are part of his plan. And the truth is that right where you are right now is part of that plan. Speak life. When was the last time you said to yourself, I got this, or I can do this, or the simple, this is temporary. That one right there, this is temporary. It doesn't diminish the feelings and the situation that you're in, but it does set your mindset on what is to come. Gosh, this is biblically something I think of so, so often, and I sometimes don't even think it's fair for me to speak this truth and use it to help myself to keep going because there's just no comparison. Well, here it is. Actually, I'm going to head into point number two because this scripture and truth plays well in both points one and two. So when it comes to changing your environment, how do you change the environment? Use your words. Speak life. And number two, use your mind. I'm going to read a couple verses to you. Well, more than a couple. <laughs> but let's go to Hebrews chapter 12, beginning in verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people, and then you won't become weary and give up. After all, you have not yet given your lives in your struggle against sin. Gosh, I don't even want to stop reading. Let me jump down to verse 14 in the same chapter. Work at living in peace with everyone and work at living a holy life for those who are not holy will not see the Lord. Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Y'all, the Bible is so real. How do you think Jesus got through everything he went through? His environment, his situation, it didn't change. In fact, when he, in his full humanness, asked God if there was any other way, he got no answer. And in that moment, he still said, yet I want your will, not my own. He used his mind, though. 
I know I just read a lot of scripture. Go back to chapter 12, verse 2. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross. Again, I have these words memorized in the New King James translation of the Bible. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Jesus knew what was coming. The opportunity to bring all people back into relationship with God. Through his selfless death on the cross, his brutal beating, his sacrifice and bloodshed, all the world now is able to be back in relationship with the Father. For the joy set before him, knowing all that, he was able to endure the cross. He was able to hold on through the awful, excruciating death. Again, this is a truth I hold on to closely, the sacrifice Jesus Christ made, and that he was able to endure by keeping his eyes and his mind on the joy that would come, the victory, the salvation, the love of the Father. Can you see beyond your current situation? Can you see beyond this environment right now? Can you see beyond that degree, beyond that one class? Can you see beyond the years of living with your parents? Can you see beyond that current job? Can you hold on to joy and promise of what is beyond where you are right now to help you use your mind to change your current environment? And remember, the actual location or situation may not change, but your mind can. And that might be all it takes to keep you pushing through. There are two scenarios in my life I share so, so often with y'all. The one is from one of my jobs that I was having a hard time with, but I couldn't change the location. And I shared with you last episode how I shifted that environment. And that was me in my car every day before walking into the building. And the other scenario is really personal to me too. In March of 2019, I left absolutely everything in Arizona and I returned to Canada to be with my mom and dad while my dad was not well. In November of 2019, he went to be with the Lord. Now, I thought I had kind of like made a deal with God, a deal that surely had a clause in it that was temporary, right? Like after my dad was no longer here, I would go back to my life, right? Well, as I started that process in early 2020, Everything shut down. Borders closed. I was stuck. I was stuck in Canada, in my parents' basement, stuck. Within the next year, I felt so clearly God leading me to start a podcast, to speak more, to teach more, to share with others the truth of my relationship with him and how I was able to grow it. And I agreed with him completely. I agreed and was ready to sign a contract saying, great, God, I'm in. I'll do all that. I want to do all that. I'll do it when you move me back to Arizona. That's where my people are, that's where my stuff is, and that's where my connections are. That's the best place to start. I spent another six months at least in that funk. That funk of wondering when things would change, when I would leave Canada, when I would have my life back, when I would move to Arizona to finally start what God was asking me to do because I truly did want to do it. I truly was all in. I was totally a yes, but surely not in this environment, right God? And then, if you know this part of my testimony, well, you're going to get it again. There I was, spending my daily time with God in his word, my Bible time, and I was reading through the book of Acts. I won't stop sharing this because it is always a reminder to myself. It's always a testimony to share. It's the truth and the glory of God and what he's done in my life. In Acts, we meet Paul. And Paul is on a journey. I won't share with you all the details of his life right here, but at this point, he was serving the Lord with all he had. And he was wrongfully accused and in jail for it. The system was tossing him back and forth, wondering who would try his case. Oh, and all the while, God has told him that he will preach the gospel in Rome. At the start of chapter 27, the little title in my Bible says, Paul sails for Rome. And I remember reading that and thinking, finally, 
Then, just reading through the little titles, The Storm at Sea. And then, The Shipwreck. And then, chapter 28, Paul on the Island of Malta. Like, it's just one thing after another. So they're shipwrecked on this island, and then he gets bit by a snake. Okay, seriously, I remember reading this and being like, come on. And then this happened. Acts chapter 28, beginning in verse 7. Near the shore where we landed was an estate belonging to Publius, the chief official of the island. He welcomed us and treated us kindly for three days. As it happened, Publius's father was ill with fever and dysentery. Paul went in and prayed for him, and laying his hands on him, he healed him. Then all the other sick people on the island came and were healed. As a result, we were showered with honors, and when the time came to sail, people supplied us with everything we would need for the trip. It was reading that very paragraph that changed my environment. Paul was not where God said he would be, but he was still who God called him to be. Could you imagine if Paul was like, sure, God, I'll pray for all the people. I'll write 13 letters to the churches, making it most of the New Testament of the Bible. I'll do that once you get me to Rome. Until then, I'm stuck in this environment right here. I'm telling y'all, that day, using my mind, I completely changed my environment. I said yes to God right there in the same physical space I had been stuck in. I took steps, enrolled in a program to create this podcast, and began to speak and share right there in my parents' basement. And you want to know some real truth? My current address, more than two years later, is still that same house, still that same basement. My physical environment location has not changed, yet everything about my environment did change, all because I used my mind to change it. I truly hope my sharing that story, that testimony, every single time, that it helps you, that it reminds you, just as I remind myself all the time, I am going to be who God called me to be, even if I'm not where I believe he said I would be. Okay, so in order to change your environment, use your words. Use your mind and use your actions. Actions speak louder than words, right? Right? At this point today, I feel like I could go either way with that statement now. Because as I was sharing earlier about the power of our words, the power of life and death, and then about the power of our minds and our thoughts, now I'm over here like, do actions speak louder than words? Well, I think the sentiment and the understanding for me right now is that to others, actions speak louder than words. Your actions speak more loudly to others than your words do. And that I can get on board with. So let me hit you with some environments you may need to change and how to take action right away to get out of them. Um, walk away. Unfollow. Leave the group. Kick the dust off your feet. Seriously, in the past couple weeks, do you know how many Facebook groups I have left? How many people I have unfollowed? Social media is something I want to enjoy and something that I want to show up to to serve others and to have fun for myself. But in the past couple years, my feed has become a bit muddled with, you know, joining a group to support a friend, following someone with that one workout you wanted, but then you never did it. And now you get annoyed that every new post you see is the same. That one funny reel that had you follow someone and now you're seeing it's just filling everything up, but it's actually pushing me down spiritually. Unfollow. Leave the group. Change your environment simply with your actions. 
Y'all, it's almost Black Friday. I call this National Unsubscribe Day. <laughs> it's the day or the week I know that I'm about to get an email from every and anyone and any service I've ever signed up for. It's time to unsubscribe because the environment of my email inbox is just out of control at the moment and I'm prepared to change that with my actions. Have you ever heard the phrase about being a thermostat and not a thermometer? The understanding that when you enter a room, when you enter a space, you set the temperature. You're not there to be affected by everyone else. You set the temperature. You are the thermostat. I love this because as I discussed last week, especially as believers, there are environments we enter that are truly not ours. Like, I mean, we are in this world, but not of this world. The Bible instructs us to be salt and light. Salt and light are change agents. And the amazing thing, they change without words. Their own substance changes the environment they enter. Oh, that's so good. All right, one more thing I want to share with you when it comes to changing your environment with your actions. Remember, so often the actual physical environment, the physical location, so often it won't change. Yet your actions can still shift your environment. Case in point, you probably know by now I love a good walk daily walks. Well, the seasons are changing, which means the weather is changing, which means sometimes my walks are disrupted by weather. A couple weeks back, I was bundled up for my walk in the cooler temperature and all of a sudden the Weather Channel app switched it up and said that it was going to rain. In fact, it was already drizzling a little, yet I was so set on my walk. So what did I do? I actually said to my mom, I'm still going. It just means I choose a different jacket. And that moment actually was such a little smile in my spirit. Right then, I realized there are things I can't change in my life, but I can still take action in, make a small shift, and be there. Again, I shared last week an action that we are to take as believers on the daily. We are living in this world, an environment quite opposite of the kingdom of God that we belong to. And knowing this, God has given us what? Armor. He has given us armor to put on every single day so that we can stand. The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the belt of truth, the shoes of peace, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Gear up, take action, and put on the full armor of God. I was out for a hike one day. Imagine that. <laughs> and I don't know if I shared with y'all, but the best investment I made in the past 12 months was to buy trail shoes. They're Nike and I love how they look and feel and that they keep me not only grippy in the trails, but they're one pair of shoes that I get dusty and stuff rather than just messing up multiple pairs. Well, one day I was going downhill. I actually much prefer the uphill and I was reminded how I used to hike with such a caution, like almost a scared mentality, knowing I could slip at any moment. Not with these shoes, though. And it was like the Holy Spirit so perfectly said, yeah, Kayla, with the right shoes on, you can traverse whatever path I have you on with confidence. I'm telling y'all, that moment was so awesome and it's so real. I can't always change the environment, but with the shoes of peace on my feet, I can confidently walk in the path no matter how rough it may seem. Look, my prayer with this episode today is that you have some more clarity and some more insight about the environments that you're in, knowing that sometimes you've just got to get out and you've got to know you can't live there. And other times, you know, there's not an option to physically leave that physical environment. But with your words, with your mind and with your actions, you can completely change the environment. 
You are chosen and you are set apart. There is so much purpose and there is a reason for everything God does. So look for it and trust him right where you are. You know what? Let me just pray to close this one out. Lord, I thank you for this new day. And I thank you for who you are. I lift up the one listening to you right here, right now. And God, I pray over their mind. I pray your peace that surpasses all understanding into their mind. God, I pray that as they enter their environments today, each one that you have them in, that they will see you. God, and that if you have declared that it's time for a change, God, that they will use their words, that they will use their mind and that they will use their actions to change the environment, to not change themselves, but to change the environment. God, as you have called us to be salt and to be light, we are change agents. And I thank you. God, I thank you for your glory. I thank you for your goodness. And I thank you for your mercy. As we go today and we change environments, God, we do this all for your glory to represent you to the lost and to the found. Use us today, Lord, to change environments. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.